Stay connected with the Desert Cities on the John McMullen Show on Radio 111. Here's John. Thank you so much. And I don't think I have to tell anybody in this valley how important that four-letter word is to our way of life and our economy here. I'm talking about the word golf, of course, and in this case, add another four letters, LPGA, and supposedly, I guess it's going away. That's what I find out as I read more in today's edition of the Desert Sun. We have invited our golf writer extraordinaire here in the Valley. Larry Bohannon is joining us from the Desert Sun right now. Uh, as you have a couple of stories out today, people can find them at desertsun.com. Um, end of an era, LPGA major championship. Once the dinosaur will leave Coachella Valley after 2022. What happened, Larry? Well, a lot of things happened. It was a little bit of a perfect storm, really. Uh, I think you had the uh, the idea that ANA, which is all Nippon Airways, uh, the sponsor of the tournament since 2015, was going to go away. Uh, like most airlines, they have really struggled the last couple of years because of the pandemic, and it was very difficult for them to justify spending this kind of money, uh, particularly in a, a foreign country. Um, I think the LPJ was looking to kind of upgrade what was happening at the tournament anyway. The tournament has struggled the last, oh, 10 years or so with smaller crowds than anybody wanted. Why do you think that was? Nobody really seems to have a very good answer for it. Um, uh, Part of it was that ANA was, was not something that people necessarily identified it wasn't resonating with people if i had a dollar for every time somebody came up to me and asked me what this anna tournament was i could probably retire <laughs> um so they didn't really know the the uh the sponsor they maybe didn't really think this was still the old dinosaur even though it was the, the extension of that tournament uh i think they moved the tournament later in the year into the first week of april and a lot of snowbirds like to be out of here by april 1st so that kind of hurt it So, uh, again, a lot of things happened there. And then, you know, a very large and uh, very wealthy sponsor came in in Chevron, the uh, energy and oil company. And that's just the kind of sponsor that the LPGA wants. The LPGA has been very regional in its uh, its tournaments and its sponsors. Yeah. So to have a multinational sponsor, major, major corporation come in and say, we want to sponsor one of your tournaments. Well, the LPGA is going to do whatever that sponsor wants. And that sponsor, of course, has a lot of dealings in the Houston area, and they want the tournament in Houston. So in 2023, uh, what we've known either since the Craft or the Nabisco or the ANA or the Dinosaur will be leaving the, uh, the uh, desert and going to Houston. That's really a shame. I mean, how much yeah. of an impact did that have for, I know we've just been talking with the uh, BNP Paribas Open tennis tournament going on, and in past years that's supposedly had an impact up to around $400 million over the course of a couple of yeah. weeks on the Valley's economy. How much of an impact did this LPGA tournament have on the region? Not as much, uh, for sure. 
the golf tournaments in the desert, whether it's this one, whether it's the American Express, kind of struggle to get people from outside of the valley to come to the tournament. Uh, the A, uh, American Express has done better now that they've got concerts and they can attract people from outside the area. You know, the Inland Empire, maybe even Orange County. Right. But uh, this tournament has not really done that. Um, it, it was basically always considered to be a local tournament with uh, local people in the pro-ams and local people showing up. So the economic impact won't be as much. It's really more about the image of uh, the desert, the image of Mission Hills Country Club, where the tournament has been for 50 years since it debuted in 1972, uh, and losing a, a major championship. This is one of five major championships on the LPGA. And it's the one that really in 1972 kind of uh, kick-started the LPJ in a lot of ways because it came in with the largest purse on the tour at the time, $110,000 total purse. Um, and it had national television coverage, and it had Dinah Shore as a hostess. So uh, a lot of the old-time LPJ players revere this golf tournament. I think a lot of the younger players don't necessarily have that same reverence for the history of it. Indeed. And what kind of role do you think that the LPGA played in how it might have been marketed or marketed better to keep its popularity and its shine yeah. to get uh, female golfers and golf fans in general into the Valley to be here and yeah. to support this tournament? I think, you know, the LPGA did a lot of work back in 2014. Kraft was the sponsor at the time. And Kraft simply let their sponsorship expire. And the LPGA was desperate to find any sponsorship. And they could not find an American company that wanted to invest in women's golf at that time. That's sad. Uh, it is sad. And it is why they eventually ended up with all Nippon Airways as a sponsor. A&A was trying to get a footprint in the United States as the second largest airline in Japan. And uh, it, so it worked perfectly for them. But as I say, you know, they've had problems. But at the time, in 2014, 2015, the LPG worked very, very hard to secure the future of this tournament and not see the tournament disappear in 2015. Uh, and A&A helped them do that. Uh, this time around, uh, they knew it wasn't going to be A&A. They found an American sponsor who wanted to invest in the women's game, but they didn't want to invest in it in Rancho Mirage. They want it to be in Houston. And so the LPGA really kind of felt like, okay, we, we've got to do this. At some point, you move on. Uh, the, it's been 50 years. Maybe it's time to kind of reinvent this tournament in another place with another sponsor. And I should point out a massive purse increase. Uh, the purse uh, at the ANA this last year was $3.1 million with $465,000 uh, $465, going to the winner. Chevron is jumping the purse up to $5 million. Well, that's about a 60% increase. That's, that's pretty tidy sum uh, to add to the purse. And I would imagine uh, from reading your article here as well, I see that you quote a former um, tournament director as saying that 
the players aren't going to care much about whether it's played here or in Houston when you're talking about not much, not much more money that to, much to money. earn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, you can sit here and play for $3 million, or you can go to Houston and play for $5 million. It is professional sports. They play for money, right. and the more money, the better. Uh, it should be pointed out the tournament is also keeping its major championship designation. Uh, this tournament really didn't even have that when it debuted in 1972 uh, through 1982. It was officially designated a major in 83, even though all the players at the time considered it a major. Um, and so the idea that the what is now called the Chevron Championship will remain a major when it moves to Houston uh, is a big deal for the LPGA as well. Yeah. Um, will there possibly be an opportunity for another uh, tournament? I thought I saw something in your story about a uh, possible uh, seniors tournament yeah. uh, coming to the region uh, with this tournament leaving. I think, I think with this tournament leaving, it opens up a lot of options uh, for other tournaments. It's possible another LPGA tournament, not a major, but a uh, more of a regular tournament might show up and be played. Uh, to continue having tournaments on the West Coast for the LPGA. Yeah. Uh, it's possible that a PGA Tour Champions event, what everybody calls the Senior Tour, might look at this now and say, well, you know, we don't have to fight with a major championship anymore. Maybe that's our opportunity to come back into the Valley. We haven't had a senior event here uh, really in 20 years. Uh, the LP, I mean, the PGA Tour has a very good developmental tour, called the Corn Ferry Tour, and it may look at the desert now and say, you know what, we're not fighting the LPJ, we're not fighting seniors, let's go in there and see if we can do something. So I think there's a lot of opportunities for other tournaments to come in here, uh, knowing that the anchor right now is the American Express, the PGA Tour event that is played in La Quinta in January. And it seems from your writing, Larry, in the Desert Sun, that there may have been another factor, uh, if not this probably not the major factor, but it didn't help this uh, being that this event, the Augusto National Women's Amateur yeah. event, also was a factor in, in scheduling, right? Yeah, and I, I think it became more of a problem for the LPJ than they had imagined. Uh, uh, the LPJ has always invited amateur golfers, the top amateurs in the world, to play in the ANA Inspiration. Well, back in 2019, the people at Augusta National, where they hold the Masters Tournament, the tournament in the world, decided they were going to allow women to play on their course in a competition for the first time. And they invited the best amateur players in the world. Well, you know, Augusta is, as I say in the story, uh, the 800-pound gorilla of golf. Yeah. They can do anything they want. Yeah. And everyone knew this was going to hurt the ANA inspiration. It was going to take some fan and media interest away. I was stunned at the number of media people, reporters, television, who instead of coming out here to watch the best professional golfers in the world, chose to go to Augusta every year and cover that tournament. And the, I think the LPGA and ANA understood that they had to move the date, but moving the date was almost impossible 
if you want to stay at Mission Hills Country Club. You couldn't go earlier because that's their peak season for, for membership play. Yeah. You couldn't go later because you're dealing with the Coachella and stagecoach crowds also being in the desert and hotels become a problem. Right. And there's also more of a possibility that you run into 100-degree temperatures, which nobody wants. So they were really kind of wedged into that first week of April. It really kind of hurts hurts a bit as we are recognized as the golf capital of the world. Uh, maybe it's just an ego thing to lose a major tournament like this, but there certainly were a lot of different factors involved in it, and I would encourage people to read um, both stories. Uh, there's also one headline today, a long, slow goodbye for an LPGA major whose time might simply have run out. Now, Larry, there is going to be a tournament uh, this next year still, uh, so the 2022 will be the last uh, time that we see it here in the Valley, right? It'll be the 51st time it's played here and the last. And I'll be interested to see if it feels like a celebration or if it feels like a funeral. (laughs) Indeed. Well, thank you, as always, for joining us and talking about it here on Radio 111. I appreciate that so much. Have a great day, Larry. And congratulations on the rebrand. Thank you. Always a pleasure to talk with our friends at the Desert Sun. You can read them, desertsun.com. Please make sure you get a subscription. There are great deals right now on digital subscriptions to the paper. Uh, you can go online to desertsun.com slash subscribe. Use the code W-PG. A buck for six months for a digital subscription. You can't beat that with a stick. <laughs>